advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am. I am. Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. The bell is an indicator of how the show's gonna go, and that was terrible. Mm, Why are you judging me for the Nobushi? Because I was using it for the clank? Yeah. Until it hits the label, it's fair game. Like, it's like, it's above the label still. You know what I mean? I don't think that's a rule. You you wasted a shit ton of Blanton's last week, actually. That last pour, I came into fucking, like... Yeah, what'd you do with it? Caramel in the bottle. I had to wash your glass. It was fucking... Why'd you do that for? I just mix it. It was caramelized. This guy. This guy. (laughs) <laughs> You're not supposed to reduce Blanton's Why? to a caramel. It was waste. You let it evaporate, bro. So what? I do that every week. So I'm going to use Nobushi. There's some in there right now. It's going to get caramelized. Let's check out Maddie Adams and see what's up with that thing. What about it? We got to see if it holds up to the Nobushi. 1709, small batch. 1792. Oh, there it is. I can't see it. It was turning an angle. It's plastic wrapped. Mm. <laughs> Judgment. Mm. I don't like the cork. Yeah, no, it looks uh, like um, some like fake brass. Yeah, it looks like it's something like, you'd find on Soul Plane, like Dynasty. Yeah, this, this is, is a Dynasty Soul Plane shit. bottle, right? Here. A Soul Plane bottle. It, it looks like Look it looks like it. a Come bottle on. of E and J from the back. Come like, on, it looks like brandy. It's fucking Soul Plane for days. Looks like brandy. Could be great, Dave. Could it's, be. It's bizarre. We're judging you right now. I yeah. am. Here's here's some bizarre for you. <laughs> hey, let me take a let me take a scissor. Did you this. make that up? <laughs> oh, that's, that's just Snoop that's Dogg how talk. Snoop would say it. Yeah, <laughs> but I haven't heard that said though. You want me to piss ass this bizurban? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you haven't heard said, Brent. I know. Cork makes good noise. Kind of like Matt D. Adams. I love you from his father. Hmm. That's it's an interesting, very smell. interesting smell. That smell is like very complex. I don't have to think about that smell. Mm-hmm. That's a weird smell. It's not bad in any way. It's no, not in any way. It's, it's unusual. Just very, there's multiple layers. Smell it fast to get alcohol. That's <laughs> true. A little banana, maybe. Something kind of banana smell. A little bit. Yeah, banana on the brain. Banana bun. Oh, it's really good. That's really good. That's really good. Shit, that is really good. Yeah, you can't judge it. almost the... cherry. Like a cherry flavor. Man, we got two really good It's whiskers. definitely bourbon. There's the bourbon. That's Warm. bourbon. Yeah, it's like, my there's chest the bourbon it's wor- Yeah, right now, I think we I all hit it at the same time. I didn't get the hot. No, no, no. It's like, like a, a bourbon. Like a, a bourbon on like my right here. Like oh, there right it is. The yeah, yeah. There it is. Yep. Yeah. Man, yeah, and it kind of went into the bourbon. nose a little bit. It's good. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Mm. And that's, you know, and it had a tough act to follow with it. It did have a tough act to follow with it. I have to say, like, the Nobushi is Nobushi. No, like, the Nobushi is Nobushi. That stuff is amazing. Yeah. That, the, the difference between it, like, both of them are good. Like, that, that's good. Uh, the difference is the Nobushi has a, it's different. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's not like a, 
like a normal, you know, flavor hit, mm-hmm. you know, you, you drink it and you're like, it's what the thing. fuck? Yeah. You're like, and it already, shit. it the Nobushi already tastes like it's on the rocks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that yeah, smoothness yeah, yeah, yeah. that you get from waking yeah. it up with water. This one, I mean, bourbon's good. a little warmer, you know, like, again, like you have good. Yeah, no, it's good, good, man. It's, it's good. delicious. I know I said something Very about smooth. banana. What, what did I say about banana? You said it smelled like banana. No, on this one, but I did say banana about We're, something else. Uh, talking about my bananas. Oh, a bunch of bananas. A bu- yeah, pulling yeah. one from a bunch yeah. of bananas That's or something. Yeah. Yep. Tricked on myself. your brain. Yeah. Where do you rank that, Brad? The 1792. Price wise? Uh, I don't know what it is price wise. I'm uh, just saying, like, on the scale of what we've had. I don't, it's good. I mean, it's it's hard. Like, I don't even know anymore. You know, I know. Like it's, you, there's so much shit. I can't remember what everything tastes like. I'd say you it's can't, you the, can't really say, like, that that's better than, like, this or that. Uh, it's good. I mean, it's on level with Burnside. Like, it's, it's, it should it's be, tasty. I would say it should be in, like, $45. I meant like in our ranking of what we have. Like I can't, top, it's too whatever. much for me to say. Yeah. It's not in, it's not in the top. No. Um, it's I'd really say what good, it gives like the, the, the Nobushi, the like top 10 is its originality. I think that's yeah, where like, right. like that one is, it's so, that one is, you could pick five whiskeys and put that one in it and you'd be like, whoa, this one's fucking different. Right. Like they're all different, but like, it's like whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. Yeah, blindly whoa, wait a tasting. minute. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like that might get mixed with some Johnny Walker and you're like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, is that, you know, no, I think, I think uh, this should be between 45, between 45 and $60. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at paying that for the 1792. 1792. And I don't know small what the batch, price huh? point is going to say. I don't care small, what it tastes. It's good. It's very good. It's very good. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's 30, 30 bucks. Oh, 30, that's 40 really dollars. Good. And it's hot. Too. Uh, that's the 1792 small, small batch. batch. It, let me see the front label. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like 30, $40. That's like, a really you know, good, you get it. Yeah. That's a good deal for that, for that flavor. Really good deal for that flavor. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and that's it's actually hot. It's surprisingly, it's high in alcohol content for as smooth as it is. That's very surprising. It's smooth, but warm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it's still got that warmness to it. Um, no, I, I feel like that's what's crazy about whiskey. Like where, and I, and I've said it before, like whiskey versus tequila or vodka. Like I mean, obviously, all of them have a very different flavor, right? Um, but vodka, in order for you to get good vodka, you have to pay for it. Okay, you, you gotta pay. You gotta get or gray filter goose. it yourself. You, you yeah, you gotta get gray goose. You have to buy something. If I mean, it's got to be something good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't just go buy Smirnoff and no. have vodka be good. Um, and, and same thing goes for tequila. Uh, tequila, I mean, I say the, the, the bottom end of tequila starts at $80. Doesn't make any sense. Screen went yellow and then it's 0.02. Uh, I was higher before I drank that. That's weird. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Amazon. Yeah. Um, but, but tequila, like, and there's some one-offs like this Don Falano from, from Joe Falcon, Mm -hmm. like that's that's really good. Um, I mean, there are some one-offs. I know that trace one up there. I saw uh, that. They had a smart final. The trace, that tequila, trace, whatever it is. Generations. Oh, three generations. Yeah. yeah, that that's another one. That one's a cheap, a cheap, and that that right there, the, it's the three generations right. by Suiza, and that's one of my favorite tequilas. Yeah, and it's not, and it's, it's like 50, 30, like, no, it's like oh, really? $30. Yeah, it's like, you can get it for cheaper. Yeah. It's between 25 and $35 usually you can get it for, and it is one of, we, we went to a, like a tequila tasting thing mm-hmm. at a friend's house, and he had, I mean, Crazy he had shit. Avion. He had like, you know, some expensive stuff. He had a, he had a hundred different bottles of tequila, kind of like in here. Like right. we have a ton of whiskey. He had a ton of tequila and we drank 
you know, Cabo Wabo, we drink, you know what I mean? You drink, yeah. you drink everything and you're like, and then me and my wife's dad drank that. And I was like, I looked at him and he's like, I think this is the best one here. And I said, I do too. Me and him drank the whole wow. bottle. And fucking, and I looked it up and I was like, what the fuck is yeah. a $30 <laughs> bottle of, of tequila? Yeah. Like crazy. But that's the one off. Like you can't go by Jose Cuervo and expect it to be good. Like it's just not good. Yeah. It's shit. And, um, you know, so you can find those one offs, but in, in whiskey, what I've learned is that you can go buy a $30 bottle of whiskey and, uh, granted you'll get a shit bottle. Sometimes. But sometimes, but you there's in the thirty to fifty dollar range of whiskey, you're, you get, you're some good to get some good shit. You get some guaranteed. out of ten bottles, eight are good. Yeah, for sure. Five are really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And two are probably fucking great. Yeah. No, that's seventeen ninety two. That's good. That's so, really good. Yeah. That's the year Kentucky became a state. Apparently. Ah, that makes yeah. sense. Hmm. Where's it made though? California? Probably. New York City. New York. New York City. Get a rope. So one thing that is not made in New York City is El Yucateco hot sauce. And well, I, we don't know. It's made I, in Merida, Mexico, actually. I had since nineteen sixty-eight. I had an El Yucateco experience this week. Oh, a strange one. It was a strange El Yucateco experience. So I made soup. I made a cabbage mm-hmm. beyond sausage soup, and it's delicious soup. I make soup all the time, and I never like it. We've been eating broccoli soup all week, and I'm mm-hmm. fucking hooked on that shit. I can't like quit been, eating it. Broccoli gives it, me heartburn. Oh, I make it really. Yeah, I love broccoli. I love broccoli, but it gives me fucking heartburn, man. I make soup all the time, and I'm except for split pea soup. If I make soup, I'm not crazy about the results. I always think it should have been way better than it was. This <laughs> man, soup was- I've I've never had split pea soup. Well, I've had it one time at Anderson's. No, 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 no. I I went to uh, Donna Kay's diner on Oak here in town, mm-hmm. and she they make all the food there. Like she runs the diner. It's a very small diner, and they're only open for like breakfast and lunch. And I went there for lunch. And her special was split pea soup. And all her food's good. So I was like, yeah, I have a fucking cup of split pea soup. I have no idea what it tastes like. I used to like peas. You know, I'll eat peas. Mm-hmm. I don't like peas. And uh, and so I fucking, it was like, it kind of had a chicken noodle flavor to mm-hmm. it, you know, like, and mm-hmm. it was really good. Was and I've super never. thick you could stick your nah, spoon no, no, in no. it? Nah, it was, it was, um. It was it was liquidy with split peas in it. Yes, it was like ten W thirty man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't super. It wasn't creamy. It was. It was soup. You know. Well, no, because a lot of Um, times, like the split pea Anderson soup and the stuff that I make is like fucking spackle. It's like 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 you can literally stand a fucking spoon up in it. Cream of whatever you know. Yeah, cornstarch in it. No, no, just that thick. Yeah, I don't. And see, and I don't know if I would have liked it like that. Like I like. Yeah. Um. I don't know. But either way, I made the cabbage soup and I put red El Yucateco in it mm. and um, got the heat level up. And I was like, oh, I think I want it a little bit hotter than that. And I added more and it didn't get any hotter. Mm. You've, you've acclimated. No, no, no. And then I added more. It's just because it stays that same. And it's like it was. a. But I mean, I added I added like one unit of measure. Okay. And then I added that unit again, and it was no hotter. And then I added that unit again, and it was barely hotter. And I was like, I think I'm going to stop. Right. Like, if something weird's going on. It stirred or something? No, I had stirred it, everything. <laughs> but once I started eating it, like, my brain was spicy. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't explain it. Like, my mouth never got hot. There was, like, had some part hot? of me deeper than my mouth 
that was like, oh shit, this is spicy. You might hit the level finally because that's kind of what I have. I have like a. It was like I mean, it almost I, I felt like a high. Like yeah, yeah. part of my brain that's was activated yeah. from that, the heat of it, but my tongue was immune to the heat. That's of my it. jam, Dave. Welcome to the club, bro. That's that's what I, that's what I'm talking about. Like I was trying to explain to Maddox. He's like, that's because you've been eating hot stuff all your life, Dad. I was like, and right now, all your life has just begun. Exactly. Get in there and fucking. And try it was some just hot the sauce, red. Bro. I mean, it was just yeah. the red, Little but bitch. it was fucking delicious. No man. Like if I rotate flavors for some reason, I'll be like, I can fucking handle triple X and then I'll go grab red. And I'm like, why is this one kind of hot? So hot in my mouth yeah, that's yeah. like when you went to jalapeno one, you were like, what the fuck? Yeah, like right, this like, right. fucking hot. It's like a different kind of heat. Yeah. Like you're not immune to all I of it. I love jalapenos, man. They're so good. They are good. Right. So go try it. Oh, you can take hot sauce. They're our primary sponsor. Put it in your mouth. Eat it. Love it. And the people that we love are our patrons. Um, we always like to shout them out every week um, and say various things about them. We know a lot about some of them. Yeah. They talk to us online, et cetera. Um, but the first one that we want to thank, and by the way, if you like the show, uh, a great way to support us is Patreon. If you go to patreon.com backslash Sofa King podcast, little as a dollar, you get our bonus episodes. If you upgrade, you get uh, early episodes, all kinds of extra tchotchkes, good shit. Yeah. Um, the love of your father. The respect of your friends. Yeah, the respect yeah. of your friends. Yeah. Um, all of that. Your wife, from, your wife won't think you're a pussy. For a dollar. Your husband won't think you're a cunt. For a dollar. Yeah. Just a dollar. Yeah. yeah. It'll wash the dad bot away. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but uh, the first of them this week, or this episode, is Shane Flannery. Shane I thought Flannery. he died this week. <laughs> what? I've been doing a lot of Shane, Shane Flannery. Shane Flannery. I th- I th- I've been doing a lot of Shane Flannery and a lot of people. Yeah? Yeah. How's that work? I mean, like you fart under the covers and, you know, pull their head over. You oh, know, pulling yeah, the Shane yeah, Flannery. Yeah, pulling yeah. Shane Flannery, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're just doing, <laughs> yep. funny, just doing funny things like that, yeah, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then like there's that. Alex Font. Um, I accidentally, I got really sick this week and I accidentally did an Alex Font. Oh, I used Alex wow. Font on the, yeah. on the cover. Oh, did on the episode Did you? Cover, yeah. 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 I just didn't use enough toilet paper, and you know that's called an Alex font. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was actually spray painting something with Alex DeFont. Oh, were you? Yeah. 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 Then we have Anastasia Castillo. Mm-hmm. Have you guys pulled an Anastasia Castillo before? When I went to the dentist, they had to use it on me. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, that happens. It's Hispanic anesthesia. Yeah. 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 It's <laughs> did just, it work? It's tequila vapors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That it's makes sense. Tequila and vapor form. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, hey, man, we're going to give you some of this Anastasia Castillo. <laughs> All right. You're like, all right, what's it going to do? It's going to get you real high, man. Yeah. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, eh? I don't know what accent that is. That's my Hispanic accent, Holmes. <laughs> the reason it's great is you otherwise do a good one. Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with this one, eh? I don't know. Every, I know it's it's, it's one. from a different part this of is, Mexico, this eh? This is just a dental hygienist, eh? Yeah. I give you the Anastasia Castillo. <laughs> it was almost Viking, like, for a second there. You almost did the fucking Ragnar, Ragnar Garcia. Well, you know, <laughs> that's what Ragnar I Garcia. remember. Ragnar yeah. Garcia. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever pulled a Tiffany Clark? Yeah. One time. It was embarrassing. It's similar yeah. to a Blumpkin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it haunts me a little yeah. bit. Like I'm like, that's fuck. It's never going to happen again. How many people again? saw it? Yeah. I mean, the whole class. Oh, yeah. fuck. That's bad. Yeah. yeah. You're young. Did huh? they laugh and point at you and call you Tiffany? In yeah. my mind every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah. Un- I can't undo it. Yeah, and uh, 
Luckily, I've never pulled a Taylor Brown door away. (laughs) 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 That's the name. Taylor Brown door away. That's when you're in the in the bathroom stall and you're trying to put the ass gasket down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The brown door. Yeah, Yeah, that's the brown doorway. You pull down your pants, you're like, oh my god, I got shit. (laughs) You try to put the ass gasket down and you're like shaking and sweating, and then you just fucking shard on the door. Just trying to get it, just trying to make it to the threshold. Yeah, <laughs> Taylor Brown doorway, and then you just have to sit there and shame and stare yeah. a shard on the door while you finish shitting. <laughs> I'll clean that up when I'm done. <laughs> just wadding up toilet paper, trying to clean the door, uh, rubbing it all yeah. over. It's just yeah. smears. Yeah. Smear. Yeah. Yep. So thank you, patrons. We appreciate the support. It means a lot to us. And if you're uh, new to uh, our podcast, you should know that we're a member of the of the Podbelly Network. You can go to podbelly.com to find out amazing shows that you can watch. If you podcast yourself, you can uh, look to try to get onto the network by going there. And if you're considering podcasting but you never have, there are some uh, good resources there to give you some information on how to get the ball mm-hmm. rolling. And it's, so. it's one more place for someone to find your podcast. Like, There's yeah. no reason to not add to the directory because like, we're bragging about it, as is every podcast on the network. Mm-hmm. So they're saying mm-hmm. Podbelly over and over to people that are already listening to podcasts. So if you have one, there's a good chance that someone that's listening to one of those podcasts is going to go check it out. I think that's cool. The the podcasts are so varied in their content and delivery Mm -hmm. and everything that you're going to get completely different audiences to to listen to. Definitely. Yeah. So, okay. Any other upfront business? Mm -mm. I'm still thinking about shitting on the stall door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So our topic is Robert Durst. Um, keep thinking Fred Durst. I did too. Yeah, it's like I can't. When you sent me Robert Durst, that's who I thought it. I was like, yeah. isn't that a isn't there a musician Durst? No, that name is tainted. Yeah. Yeah, it's all, sure. yeah, it's all about the all about the nookie. Yeah, backwards red hat, Fred Durst. Yeah. So what was he in? Limp Biscuit. Uh, yeah. Limp Biscuit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I really don't know who that is. Did it all for the nookie. You need to recognize Come on. Their songs. I try to recognize their songs. Yeah. I mean, I know the name. West I know Borland. The name. You know West Fred Borland. Durst. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. I can't name any of. I can't name any of the Yeah, no. The Black Eyes. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm hungry. They were good when they were out, and then Fred Durst fucking ruined. We talked about soup, and it fucked me up. Yeah, I remember. I was listening to a radio show, and uh, he was, um, he was on there, and it was like he was talking about uh, how him and Be Real from Cypress Hill were like homies or whatever. Mm And then B and then B real went on there and was like, fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> like, I don't like hated him, like fucking hated him. And I was like, that's so funny. Like, and they, I think they called him. They actually called him oh, fuck. and be real fucking like fucking. And he was all scared on the phone. Like while be real is like yelling at him and shit. It was funny. Oh, fucking, that's why I know Fred Durst. Why? Because of Eminem. Oh yeah. yeah I'm gonna call yeah. Carson Daly and Fred Durst and find out who had sex with Brittany first. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was in there for a reason. So Robert Durst, probably no relation. I didn't look deep enough to confirm that hmm. is a real estate mogul. Um, hmm. and probably he's one of two things. He's either a murderer or just like really bad luck. Nah, it's not bad luck. For sure. <laughs> like no it's one of the way. two. Either you don't want anything to do with this fucking guy, or he's a murderer. Your those wife are the, disappears. Those are the two options. Your best friend and assistant dies, and then your fucking neighbor in your apartment while you're on the lam, disguised Dressed as a, as a woman, woman, dies, dies and yeah. gets found chopped up. 
yeah. surgically with experience for sure. Yes. Yeah. There's no been, way. There's no way somebody, bad luck. It could have been somebody following him around. Yeah. There's, that would be a crazy serial killer. You just yeah, follow just someone follow and kill some all their d- friends. <laughs> that's the, that's the, well, it's like, it's not even necessarily their friends. It's like, yeah, it's like someone connected. they're going down the street and this guy's staring at that person and yeah. then they die. And right. then like, yeah, it's no, just I like think somebody, it'd be better to like frame someone. No, it's like, like you their kill everyone that's connected to and them. Yeah. Because it's like, and, and it's all when they see them right after they see them doing something weird, you know, like, Fucking, right, right. Yeah. It's like you wait for that moment where they're doing like he's dressed as a woman, like right, fucking and then right. the neighbor saw him and then all of a sudden they're dead, you yeah. know, like so yeah, that'd be so, great. But Robert Durst, um, there's a a docu-series on HBO called The Jinx. I made it through the whole thing. I was half sleepy through a whole whole lot of it. Fuck. I tried to watch the last episode because for reasons <laughs> that we'll get into, um the the very end of the last episode yeah, yeah, yeah. is very important. And I got to tell you, man, I was like, I've got a little bit of spare. T- I normally don't have much spare time on research day. I'm just like down to the wire. And I had a little bit of spare time. And I was like, I'm going to watch th- this whole episode. And um, and I got to tell you, I'm fucking tired because I had Vaughn last night. I didn't get much sleep. And I was debating. I was like, I can forego this episode and take a 30 minute nap before we record. Right. Or I can watch this episode and have the knowledge under my belt. And I was very pleased to find that I was able to do both. Because the shit was so fucking boring <laughs> that I, think, I fucking fell asleep. I think probably because you weren't invested in it. You, you know what I mean? That <laughs> happens. I try and watch some shit sometimes, and I'm like, I want to watch it, and I'm like Dude. watching it, and I'm just like, oh. I mean, I was oh already tired, but that shit was yeah. like taking a fucking ambient. I woke up to weird music, yeah, and the fucking credits were rolling. Were you like, neck snapping? Gotta... Were you like neck snapping? Were you like, <laughs> no, dude, you know? I was out. No, I just fucking I was out. Sleep. So then I had to rewind. Had and... you watched the whole other five probably, episodes prior, probably. you would have been like, oh shit, like this is what's gonna happen right now. Right. Like, you'd be in it because you yeah. want to know what the fuck's about. But to most happen. of the sixth episode is is basically them docu- trying to get an interview, a documentarian playing like recording phone tag. Yeah. Like it was not, I mean, the very end is explosive and athletic, but the, (laughs) the first like 20 minutes of it are literally people recording phone tag. Yeah. Like it wasn't. That's terrible. He's such a strange guy. He's He's so fucking weird. I had no idea what a weirdo he is until I saw him talk, right? He sounds so much like Gilbert Godfrey without the annoyance of Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. His cadence and rhythm of probably from the same neighborhood. It must be. I I picked up on that. Like the time that I was at jujitsu and the guy was from Michigan and I didn't know what someone from. Like he was from like Battle Creek or some shit at Jiu-Jitsu. Right. And it's because we had hung out with Rob and I was like, That's yeah, and I, I had the yeah. dude up. I was like, hey, are you from Michigan? He's like, I am. How'd you know that? And yeah. I was like, I fucking apparently you guys have like a very unique yeah, accent. Very unique accent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but to be from Battle Creek. Yeah, I am. Yeah. It was a, a trip. Yeah, I didn't know that that was an accent. So Gilbert Godfrey, other than the super high Adam yeah. Carolla, yeah. like annoyance part of it, it, that is an accent. When he right. talks normal. Yeah. yeah. So, um, as a Ute, he uh, he was born in 1943. And by the way, they, that documentary was released in 2015, so I'm guessing it was probably recorded in 2014. Holy shit. Ish. ish. Yeah. The photos of him now versus him in 2015, he looks like he's aged 40 the, years. The Crypt Keeper, yeah. Holy well, shit. That's he looks quite so a, much that, older. At that dude. age, that's, I mean, there's a turn that no, happens there, I think. Yeah. You really start especially if that whole turn is in prison, you know. Yeah. But uh, he looks, he looks, you know, when I saw 1943 and I saw the documentary, I was he like, I'm surprised sick. he was born in 1943. But then when I saw those pictures, I was like, I am no longer surprised. The, the new, fo- he might be sick. He might be sick. Yeah, he yeah. might be, yeah. yeah. Um, so he was the son of a real estate investor named Seymour Durst. 
um, who was already a wealthy, you know, upper end real estate developer. In yeah, New they York list City. their properties in documentary. It's all fucking like New York, like crazy down to like right next to Times Square and shit. Yeah. Like, how much is that property right. worth? Fuck. Right. And that's their office. Yeah. Yep. He's got two brothers and a sister. And um, when he was seven, and I read various accounts of whether this did or didn't happen, his wife, his mother died from a fall off of the roof of the building. They show oh. in the documentary a reenactment of her standing on the ledge, and he tells his story. And I know that's like debatable whether it happened, but. I mean, it sounds like she committed suicide. Like right. he's like, when I was this age, like my dad took me in the window and said, Hey, look at mommy. She's out on the roof. And then she fell off the roof and right. like, she went out and jumped off the fucking roof. Yeah. So or that part, that part I don't think is in dispute. The fact that that's how she died. Yeah. Et cetera. But then her, did his, she fall or was it suicide? That, did she fall? Was it suicide? Fall. And, but then the other thing that's contested is his brother, Douglas, says i was with him when she fell and died and we weren't we couldn't see it like right. he didn't watch it happen because neither did i and we were together yeah so whether might have some trauma of him just like remembering yeah, a false memory kind for of sure thing. for sure but at the i mean he's so in that documentary he's so fucking cuckoo man well they finally did like he spent 70 hours with um like a psychologist when the, they were trying to figure out for defense and they decide that he is probably borderline schizophrenic and almost certainly has Asperger's. Like if he right. ticks all the yeah, boxes. I saw the thing about Asperger's, but he's got hamburgers. Yeah, he's got hamburgers. Yeah. Robble, robble. Gotta be old enough to get that joke. <laughs> but I'll rock it. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, he had a weird childhood. Um, he and his brother Douglas were like horrible sibling rivals and they even had to undergo counseling um like he took it to a fuck he's like 70 and he's like all i remember is he always stole my toys you're like fuck bro let it go yeah dude like god damn dude that's all he did all the way through adulthood they had fucking beef with each other well he was the uh you know so robert's the older brother and he's the younger brother and he ends up taking over the Ah, fucking business and there's definitely some shit there but like obviously pops was like yeah you got asperger's bro like (laughs) you know you're doing weird shit right so the psychiatrist who does that uh, writes down in their report that he has personality decomposition. I have never heard that. That's term. the greatest thing I've ever well, heard. It's like breakdown. Yeah. And I mean, he's dressing like a woman. You know what I mean? Like he has That's some a very sort of strange. Issues, this is in 1953. Yeah. That woman. Yeah. But I mean, I'm saying now yeah, yeah, though, yeah, like, yeah, he, you know, yeah. like that, like his personality degraded to a, to a sense that he didn't know who he was, you know? So maybe that, you know, that, yeah. You still eating that cookie? How the fuck did you make that cookie last? Oh, it's a brownie. You moved your hand and revealed a giant brownie. And I was like, oh, you bought a brownie and a cookie. God damn it. So um, he goes to, uh, he's a loner in school. Um, he gets a BA in economics. Uh, he's on the lacrosse team. Um, he's on the, he's the ma- the business manager of the student newspaper. Uh, he joins the doctoral program at UCLA. I'm guessing, I don't know what for. Actually, because it wouldn't be for business because there's no doctorates in business. But he joins a doctorate program in uh, at UCLA um, and he meets his uh, he meets Susan Berman, who becomes his that's his assistant. His assistants. Yeah. They become really good friends mm-hmm. and they become assistants. And this is in, I don't know, 1970 or something. While he's at uh, UCLA, one of the articles that I read that was 
trying to be funny, which I suppose it is, says he minored in marijuana intake. <laughs> um, so he smoked a lot of weed and he did primal scream therapy on the beach with a group that included John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Sometimes you think that shit's crazy, but you know what? Have you ever been in the car and lost your fucking shit and you yeah. just fucking scream? You mm-hmm. feel better. Yeah, you do. You no, really you do. do. You do. That's I, why That's why doing like uh, things that exert yourself, mm-hmm. uh, such as jujitsu or oh, anything yeah. that you have, the boxing. Speak the shit out of a punching bag. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why. I mean, right. you're, you're, you're releasing endorphins and it, it fucking does help, you know? And I noticed, I mean, there's a difference like when I would do katas, it's like at certain points in my in the style that I studied, you just scream. You would you would kia at yeah. different points yeah. in the in the kata, and if I was doing it like in the middle of the night in the living room and I didn't want to wake up my family, I obviously couldn't do it, and like the kata didn't feel as satisfying, like on a deep level, yeah. as when I could do a big exhale kia like at this right moment in Yeehaw. the thing, like it made it, it made you it. Ever try to come in silence, bro? Uh, yeah, no, it's always yeah, gotta sorry. be noise. Can we get film of you doing a kata with a headband and everything with kiosk? Just Patreon content. If I had a, a VHS machine, I probably could. What do you mean? You have a video of it? Mm-hmm. Oh fuck that! I'll make that happen, bro. I probably had ass long dreads and. Oh fuck oh, yes! Yeah. You promise you'll give that to us? <laughs> I I our I patrons prom- yeah. will go to seven hundred patrons. I need to screen it first, yeah, and yeah. I need to pick the clip. Absolutely. Yeah. No. You have complete creative me control. Me doing katas, me oh. sparring, looking like the like predator have, and shit. I'm yeah, fucking I getting the fucking. What do we see? Actually, you bring the tape. I will get it digitally converted, and I will digital creations will do it. And I will hand you the DVD and you tell me at what time frame and I will cut that shit All right. perfectly. All right. Oh my God, bring that. You saw, you saw my picture, my, my karate picture. Yes, fuck, yeah, it's such a great uncle, picture, you little kid. My uncle, yeah. Oh, it's such a good picture. Yeah. yeah I might have more than one. I mean, all of my promotions got recorded. Oh, so I don't I'm see that sure shit. I'm, I'm in there somewhere. How old are you? Um, you have any little adorable Dave pictures? 24, tw- probably fucking probably 20 like yeah 24 to god i want to see 30 i probably doing probably karate that's for me from 24 to 30 doing it we're gonna make that a fucking 40 dollar patreon thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah they will do it <laughs> figure out how to lock that shit down so they can't even copy yeah, it like yeah. you can't download it yeah. you just have no, to fucking have look to, at it I'll you can't pause it, it. you can't yeah. rewind it it's a one-time thing yeah watch I'll that look shit for it. <laughs> my sensei might have one of them on DVD, but I doubt it. I, that was pre. That technology wasn't in civilian hands at the time. You'd have Channel Seventeen come down and record it. Yeah. So, um, and he's uh, this guy starts to do uh, study uh, yogi study yoga under Guru uh, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. God damn, I'm impressed you pulled that off. I am too. I was wait- <laughs> I thought you were going to say Gesundheit, not goddamn. I was waiting for it. Um, so the Durst organization, meanwhile, is going, his grandfather started it. He was a tailor when he emigrated from Austria, Hungary in 1902. And then he became a successful real estate developer and built up the Durst organization starting in 1927. His father took it over in 1974. And then when he was at UCLA, his brother in 92 was appointed to run the business, not him. So younger brother is given the reins, not him. Um, and at first he says, well, okay, fuck you. And he moves with, uh, he meets Kathleen, 
uh, Kathy McCormick, who's a medical student at UCLA, and they move to Vermont and he opens a health food store in 1972, which had to be pretty cutting. Which edge. I think there's a movie with what's his name fucking based on that uh, fucking that. What's the movie Drive? Who's the star of that movie? Nicholas Cage. No. Uh, all the ladies love it. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling's uh, Ryan in a movie Gosling. called All the Good Things, and that's the name of the health food store. No, oh, wow. I found that because of the Does two. Does he play himself? Does he play Durst or? Um, no, someone else plays Durst. Um, so I found that because you told me to look into the other two girls that are oh, right. related to the documentary, right. and it one of the girls was like within proximity of All the Good Things health food store at a gas station where he was seen. And so, like, not knowing what we know now, we're like, oh, this motherfucker's a creepy killer. And that girl went missing, and she was a fucking cross the street from this fucking health food right. store at this time. Well, right. I think so that's she, where that she, bought, she bought something from there. I think that's what. Yeah, that part I don't know because it was like side note to the sixth part. Yeah, oh, is yeah, that yeah, the yeah. Lynn, Lynn Scholes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It says she bought prunes from his store. Yeah. And then he, she was seen at the gas station across the street. This is like way in the end. I don't even know if that information was in. That wasn't I, don't, I don't even know if that information was known when the documentary was made because yeah. I think it was like FBI and other yeah. task forces found these other potential uh, victims of his. Yeah, basically once they figured out like this motherfucker's a creep, then they started thinking like where was he when and, what and else who happened? died around him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But part um, of the thing is chopping up the fucking one guy. They were like, this was not your this first was, time yeah, chopping this guy up. You've done this before. Like yeah. this is way too good. Dude. Right. He broke down chicken. So they move there, but then um, Durst's father says, no, come back to New York and work for the family. So they move to Manhattan on uh, and then they get married on Durst's 30th birthday. And um, one of the things that I read in an interview with the New York Times, his brother, Douglas Durst, said that their their longstanding rivalry was so bad that when they worked together at the Durst organization, um, he kept. Douglas, his brother, kept a lead pipe in his desk and that Robert Durst kept a plumber's wrench in his desk because they hated each other so much that they didn't think it was going to come to a fist fight. They were like, that motherfucker's going to come up and attack me with a weapon. I and at least wow. I have a fucking lead pipe. That's that crazy. shit is so... Like, and he pissed in his uncle's trash can. <laughs> that shit's so gangster that I almost feel like there's some like unfucking said thing where like there's some fucking mafia gangster family shit going on with Seems it, you like know what it. I mean? Well, I mean, come on. If you're fucking... You got all that money. If your grandfather York, you is a pipe. fucking... Yeah, if your grandfather is a New York fucking real estate mogul from the 1927... That's what I'm saying. Like, you're, got, you're, you're rubbing up against it. You know what I mean? His then, dad knew gangsters. His dad funded gangsters and laundered money. And his How assist, did it not happen? And his assistant ex, our best friend that, that uh, yeah. he allegedly killed, was like a gangster's daughter. Yeah, like, there's gang, some weirdness the, going on her, there. Her father was a flat out known gangster who ran the flamingo in vegas mm -hmm. so there's some gangster connections uh, and they don't really talk about sure. in that documentary but you uh -uh. can't take only that documentary because there's a ton of stuff when you start yeah. looking around that yeah. just wasn't included they yeah. had a mission and yeah yeah so um he ends up uh working there and um this is where the first known disappearance occurs so the story as I saw it get put together and you might know a lot more about it from the documentary was um, she went to she was a student in her fourth and final year at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine. And at that point, I think 
that's a bad name for a school. I thought those were too. He didn't have anything to do with medicine. No. Yeah, they're just like it might like, be a different Albert Einstein. Maybe. Yeah. It's Could just like some one. guys in, or this is a really shitty school. Yeah. Right. It's like a bunch of guys in the Bronx and like, hey, yo, what should we call a fucking school? It's gotta sound really smart. How about fucking Albert Einstein? Yeah, exactly. Don't get smarter. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. They just needed a good name and went exactly. for it. Yeah. He was a doctor, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. So um that was a good New York accent. Yeah. That was tight. I've been practicing. Yeah, that was good. Um, Can I hear my Boston one? Yeah. Hey, what are you looking at? Oh, fuck, dude. That's intimidating. Fuck, I thought chills, I was talking bro. to Mark Wahlberg. Give me the, yeah. goose, give me the goose willies. Yeah. The goose jeebers. Mm. The goose jeebers. Um, so uh, she was going to become a pediatrician. She was a few months short of getting her degree. And um, she a couple of weeks before she went missing, she got treated at a hospital for facial bruises. And she he even, fell and hit a door. No, um, she said he beat me. Oh. And that's what these bruises <laughs> are. Um, but she didn't press charges over it, which I thought was odd because I, I mean, maybe it's just a California thing. My understanding was when it's domestic abuse, you don't have the option to not file charges. Yeah, if it gets reported, charges are filed. Yeah. That's California, but it's California. And this was a different time. I mean, this was in the, what was this? Seven, the seventies. Yeah. So, um, I know he also forced her to have an abortion. There's a whole bunch of, really, yeah. So, um, but now I know at least in California, that's the law. And it's also the law in every episode of cops I've ever watched. Yeah. So (laughs) that's my, I should become a lawyer just based on that. Yeah. Much. I mean, yeah. 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 I want to hear hear bad boys now. Your honor in, in, uh, season eight, uh, episode five, I'd like to cite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think that's all you need. Um, so she also at around that time, she asked Durst for a $250,000 divorce settlement. And in response, he canceled her credit card, took her name off of their joint bank account and refused to pay her tuition. She's like, I just kidding. It's just a couple bruises. And then he was dating a woman named Prudence Pharaoh for three years and not even living in the same apartment. See, they don't show that in the doc. They make it seem like they're a married couple and she really? was disappearing and like she was living in a separate cottage. Like they don't really make that totally clear. At least I didn't pick up on it. But mm-hmm. like I said, I was fading on <laughs> some of the fucking, I was, it was my mom's birthday and shit. I had to watch yeah. that into the midnight <laughs> right. hour. Yeah. So um, on December 31st, 1982, <sighs> she... Um, stops in at Gilberte Najami's house Mm. in Newtown, Connecticut. And she's like a, you know, she's a wealthy New York gal. Mm. And she just shows up in like a t-shirt and sweatpants. You can't be showing up in in your Najamis. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well done, (laughs) sir. Not even at Najamis. And it's a cocktail party and she just shows up unannounced, like in sweats. And, um, she uh and Najami even says that's weird that she was in her Najamis because she's she <laughs> always dresses well, even if she's just popping right. by, she's just stepping out, whatever. Um and then she uh went for she went back to their home in South Salem, New York, um, after her husband called in the Najami house, I guess, and said, Get your ass back here. So she goes back home. Um, there were witnesses apparently that overheard them fighting all evening. Um, and he said that he put her on a train, um, at the Katona station in New York, went and had a drink to his neighbor, 
um, and then talked to her over the phone, and then that was the last he saw of her. He's weird because he has like weird admissions. Like he'd be like, "Yeah, we fought. Yeah, I beat the shit." Like he he would tell things like to the point of when he kills the neighbor or whatever. Like when we get to that, allegedly. Like no, 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 no. Like no, he, the he, neighbor he, wasn't alleged. Allegedly, yeah. okay. no, he tells everything <laughs> allegedly. That part, I can't wait to look at that part because that's just crazy. Like it's just not I think, illegal. To I don't chop think he did body. that one. No, he he explains how he did it. And Allegedly, yeah, no, he didn't Allegedly. do that. I Allegedly. think he just took it on. Oh, I think he saw it. And, yeah, but he does um, have hamburgers. He has a way of like the Jedi thing where <laughs> robble robble the jammies, robble robble the jammy jammies. Uh, how he admits to just enough. And you're like, I know you fucking did it. He's like, eh, probably. No, I, probably I found the body and I chopped it up. I see where you think I did it. It seems like I would have done it. It just seems too odd that I didn't do it. You're like, this motherfucker's dancing yeah, all around. I did confessing it. without yeah. confessing. Yeah, that looks like my handwriting. It does. I see where you guys thinking. Yeah, I don't Could know what to be. tell you. Couldn't probably tell not. You. I didn't do it. I don't know. Yeah, until you show some fucking fingerprints or evidence, I didn't yeah. do it. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, what do you, did you kill your wife? I don't know that she's dead. She could be. She probably is. I doubt she's alive. And if she like, got murdered, I probably would have been the one to do yeah, it. I she could be did. alive. Yeah. We, we fought right yeah. before. I wanted to kill her. Yeah. yeah. I hope it was me. Yeah. I but it wasn't. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's literally how that guy fucking talks. And you're like, that's weird. So, um, <laughs> McCormick leaves. Uh, I love her chili seasoning. Yeah, it's, really yeah. it's, yeah, it's okay. She's supposed to meet in a jammy at a pub called the Lions Gate in Manhattan, and she doesn't show up. So Najami uh, gets worried, spends the next several days calling her. She finally calls the police. Durst, several days later, issues a missing person report as well. There's something um, with her school calling, too. I don't know if you saw that, but like. Or uh, her medical school, like someone called, a female oh, called yeah. and said, hey, this is Kathy. Like, I'm sick. I'm not coming in. Um, like, allegedly right. after she would have been dead. And right. then they called. Then it says that the school called her husband to tell her, them. I was like, that's kind of weird. That wouldn't happen. That the school called Robert and said, hey, your wife hasn't been in school for a week and she's not feeling well. Even though they were separated and she lives in a cottage. Like, why would the school call? That's fucking weird. That is weird. Got a bunch of weird alibi shit That's going weird. on. That's yeah. very weird. That wouldn't happen. No. Like you, like if I, like that wouldn't. You're not happen. gonna call. No. You, that's like okay, hmm. cool. You're not gonna be here. Oh Fine. wow, that my, that student said she wasn't gonna be here for a week. I should call her husband. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. fuck? like who gives a shit? Yeah, that's weird. Unless um, he called them and said, "Hey, if she calls, you call me," and then. He somebody fakes it and then she calls Maybe, him. Maybe I don't know. To, just and, for the alibi aspect. Unless they fucking weird shit happens when you're trying to make an alibi. Right. Like you have to make it work, yeah, that's right? True. So, I mean that that would that's the only explanation for it. So then there was some shit. The doorman and the superintendent at their apartment building claimed that they saw her a day after she went missing. But then when they pressed the doorman, he was like, well, I think it was her. It was like, a block away from yeah, behind. Yeah, a block away. I was looking at that ass. Maybe and, I didn't work that night. <laughs> right. It, yeah. it, like a PI gets hired and it gets all the way to the point that he's like, I don't even know if I worked that night, actually. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> that gets that information is, is not helpful. Um, and so I didn't get this part. It said that he offered $100,000 for his wife's return. To whom did he offer the money? It was like a public reward. Like a, yeah, a reward. But then, oh, it, but then oh, yeah. he dropped that dropped shit it to, to fifteen thousand. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, you, why did you do that? That's weird. Just yeah. kidding. You I'm a killed her. You're not getting the. You're not having to pay well, the money. You should have upped it to two hundred thousand. You're never gonna have to pay it. Well, maybe he was like, oh, that's a little too much incentive. People are digging around for this hundred yeah, grand. Maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. People yeah. started looking. That was around. when the yeah. PIs started digging. Yeah, they yeah. started like, no, where, 15, where, where so. was she the last time you saw her? And he's like, oh fuck, fuck, yeah. 
Um, yeah, that's a very dead good in a point. bag. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and then at what point, uh, McCormick's friend finds out that she's missing, and then she and and her sister um, go and break into her cottage. They hoping show to that, find her. and so that's where I was confused because they show those they they have the woman that did this um, in the interview, and then they reenact like raiding the trash or whatever. So they said that they went and stole the trash. And in the trash was a bunch of her personal effects and belongings, like assuming that it was their house is what I thought, but it was her cottage that whoever's thrown the shit away knows she ain't coming back. And it's only been like a week or two. Right. And they're just throwing all her shit away. Like they are pretty sure she's not coming back. So they know she's dead. And the superintendent reported that he found a bunch of her belongings in the trash compactor in right. the basement of their apartment building. Mm. Like give it a little rest, bud. Don't start, maybe, don't start right away. Maybe maybe she didn't want to be found. I mean, if he was beating her and shit. No, nah, you hear the, the rest of it. Back that she's dead. Like, I mean, allegedly. <laughs> yes, right. Allegedly. So, um, yeah. So the, he claimed that on February fourth, a supervisor at her medical school called him and said that she called in sick on February first and was absent from class for the entire week. Like he says, parents or something. Maybe well, the be, only the only, maybe, maybe if it was public. he pays the the tuition or something. Well, I was thinking about that, but that still probably wouldn't happen. The thing that I was thinking is maybe the private investigator showed up. Maybe the cops were calling. Maybe it was now in the news that this woman is missing. Yeah. So then someone from the school is like, "Yo, I'm gonna call in and let right. them know that she called me a day after she was supposed to be mi- like maybe he was trying to be helpful in the investigation because right. he heard she was missing. That's, that's the only that's the only thing that would make right. any sense to me. Um, or like you said, if he was on the payroll or if they were just good old boys from the same country club right. or, you know, something, something like that. But, um, so eight years after her disappearance, he divorced her claiming spousal abandonment 2016. They finally, uh, asked to have her declared as dead. Um, and Kathleen's mother Why and McCormick that? Like, attempted like, that's so weird there might be some things you have to take care of legally that need to happen because of that maybe so she sues him for a hundred million dollars saying that he killed mccormick and deprived them of the right to bury her um and the they reopened the criminal investigation in the into the disappearance and uh the wrongful death suit ends up getting dismissed because she waited too long to file the lawsuit, mm. which is always a weird legal thing in America anyway. It's like someone gets murdered and there's no evidence to try them, but I can sue you for having murdered them and win money from you. Yeah, that, that's, that's so that's weird. the weirdest. The well, civil versus the legal court. And some people are like, attorneys- I'm found innocent of murder from the as far as going to jail, but I'm found guilty of murder in a different court and I have to pay her money. Yes, that is, that is strange that that can happen. But attorneys are fucking sly bastards, man. You watch that the part on the documentary about the trial and see what their tactics are about what angle they're taking. You're like, fuck, man. They're just like doing, they're just doing their job. Like right. they don't care if he was guilty. I also or though have to, to figure though, like if you're suing him for a hundred million dollars, you can get a pretty fucking hot shit lawyer who's going to spend a lot of money because there's a hundred yeah. million dollars on the line and settle out but to be the, like, okay, go away, leave me the fuck alone. I, but I in the won. league, in the other trial, you've got a fucking local DA with limited resources and too many cases on their books trying right. to prove the same point. So it might just be harder to prove it. And the part of you get something, he's going to be like, he either has to spend the money fighting it or pay you. 
to go away. Mm-hmm. So maybe he'll just be like, fuck it, here, take some money. I'm not giving you a hundred million. Jesus Christ. So then what else had happened? And that was all that I had in my notes. So I don't know what other elements came up from her disappearance. For her part? I don't know. <clears throat> the documentary moves on from that and they keep referencing back. It moves on to uh, the neighbor next, I think. The neighbor next? Yeah. Um, so should we cut to the neighbor? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <clears throat> Cut up There's the neighbors. Yeah, cut to the neighbors is a pun, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's Wait. a part. I mean, there's the. Yeah, well, neighbor. no, I think the Susan Berman one happened first, though. Yeah. The wife, then yeah, Susan Berman. Yeah, we'll do that one first. I we'll remember. go chronologically. So, there's Susan. Some, go ahead. Susan Berman, who's her his friend from uh, LA, um, still lives in LA. They met when he was at UCLA, um, the, the mobster's daughter. And on December 24th, it always happens around Christmas. The other one, the other disappearance is like, maybe you just found something. Yeah, maybe. Uh oh. Just um, in case there's movie rights. That way they that's can, true. it's for marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, December 24th, 2000, she's found murdered execution style in her home. Um, the neighbors called the report, uh, called to report that the back door was open and that her dogs were loose. Um, he did that to be nice because if you lock the dogs in the fucking apartment with a dead body, they're going to fucking shout out. Yeah, probably. Oof. And it's and granted, there's plenty of neighborhoods in L.A. where if you called the police and said the back door is open and the dogs are loose, no one's going to give half a fuck. Right. But this was Beverly Hills. So the cops were probably there in seven minutes. Um, if you ever want to feel really uncomfortable, drive through Beverly Hills and like drive past a Beverly Hills PD. Because they're just looking at you, what fuck are you doing? Yeah, they do. They're like, what the fuck you're are in you a, doing? You're in a Honda? Yeah, yeah, you're in a rusty Honda with dreadlocks, and they're like, uh, <laughs> they just turn immediately yeah. in the street and start following you until you leave Beverly Hills. Did you own a rusty Honda, Dave? That sounded um, personal. I owned dreadlocks. a rusty, I owned a Toyota Corolla. There you go. But it did have rust. It was from Michigan. You can't have a car yeah. from Michigan without rust. <laughs> um. But it was hooked up. It had a, I've never seen this before. And every time I took it someplace to a mechanic, they're like, I've never fucking seen this. It was a, it was a Toyota Corolla, four door Toyota Corolla. I don't remember what year old fucking, you know, car. Like eighties or probably early eighties. Okay. Something's I'm picturing the buy stuff. My buddy had one of those. I don't know. But the front, just like a Cadillac had the Toyota symbol as a raised metal emblem. It had leather, fake leather on the back half of the roof. And it had pimp, two dude. running lights. They did that. Someone did that. It, it was, was monkey shit brown. Someone did monkey shit brown. It was like every time I took it to a mechanic, they're like, I have never seen a Corolla. Yeah. They just did a good enough like job this. that it had yeah. it. <clears throat> but that was, that was my rusty. But yeah, I did get chased out of Beverly Hills driving that very car. I knew it. it. So a few days later, the Beverly Hills PD gets a handwritten note, which becomes a big deal later, especially in the documentary, which has her address on it. And it simply says cadaver. What a strange use of terminology. Like, why would you say cadaver? No one says cadaver. That's a weird word to use. That is a weird word to use. When I was writing the show notes, I even stopped and I was like, what? How do you spell cadaver? It wasn't corpse. What the fuck did he say? And I was trying to think of everything that you could have used. I was like, corpse. Fuck. And I couldn't even rethink of it because it's such a weird term to use. And I had to. to, You wouldn't use cadaver unless you were in the medical industry. Yeah. You'd have to be like the guy from the morgue or like she was. But it doesn't even just indicate the medical industry. Is that the front end? That is the very front end. 
Is it actually have a hood? Mm. Uh, is that real? It came like yeah. that? Yeah. That was the front yeah. end. That shit looks this like This one's a, a wagon. This one's <laughs> a wagon. What's it say on the front? That shit looked like it's like DMC. It looked yeah, like it was Toyota. DeLorean. No, uh, Toyota. It looks like a Toyota. DeLorean. It's a wagon. That's exactly what yeah. mine had. That's the wagon version, but yeah, it has a hood over it, man. Oh, wow. I've never fucking seen I thought yeah. for sure something pimped it out. That's probably about right. Yeah, 600,000 miles on this one here. You God can get damn. it. There's a bunch of those have a million miles on the yeah. fucking old 80s uh, Toyotas. Million miles. So they get the letter that says cadaver. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was saying. Like, it, it wouldn't just be a term that you would use. Like, you would say the deceased or a corpse or whatever. It seems to me that cadaver would be used at the moment it's in the morgue as a specimen yeah, yeah, yeah. being dissected. So the reason I, uh, I was like, saying that is she was like in medical school and a medical student and she, her mom said she had a cadaver. Like her mom talked about that. And I was like, maybe they talked about work and like in relation to her, like he was just writing it. And like, that's something that she would say in conversation. Like, Oh, today at school we had to deal with a cadaver. You know what I mean? Like that, that right. that's the Which only is the time body that, that you're dissecting. Yes. That's the yeah. only time that terminology right. would get in your fucking head. Right. It's like if yeah. someone said it yep. to you that you, you know what I mean? Like maybe yeah. that was dinner talk. Let me say you found a cadaver. Like, you wouldn't you know, say that though. I've heard it used. Yeah. But technically you didn't find a cadaver. You found a corpse. It's not a cadaver until it shows up at the morgue well, and it's getting body. I wouldn't even yeah, say, I mean, I wouldn't be like, did I tell you guys I found a corpse in the alley the other day? I would say, did I tell you guys I found a dead body? Y'all want to see a dead body? I might say yeah. corpse. Corpse is a great word yeah. and you never get a chance to use it in True. the real world. Yeah, yeah. you only get a corpse. Isn't it core? You just, yeah. Yeah. So he was known, Durst was known to be in, in Northern California a few days before Berman was killed and flew from uh, San Francisco to New York the night before her body was discovered. Mm. So yeah, he was in he California. Shit. He's like, they're like, we can put you in California. He's like, California's a big state. And just smiles You're like Jesus Christ. I could have been there, but I probably yeah. wasn't. I yeah. don't know. Maybe I was. Yeah, I flew out of San Francisco. Um, so the Berman had recently received fifty thousand dollars from Durst in two payments. He told the LEPD that he sent her twenty five thousand dollars and um faxed a copy of her nineteen eighty two deposition about his missing wife. So the theory behind this, obviously, is that the motive would be that <clears throat> she had covered for him mm -hmm. um, and that maybe she even possibly was the one that made the phone call to school okay. to say, hey, it's Kathy. I'm not coming and I'm feeling sick and that she's the one that knows what's up and then shuts her up. You know what I mean? She's the right. only one that fucking actually knows. And so he goes and fucking kills her, which and then but it's his friend. So there's some weird compassion. And that there. money might have even been a blackmail. Yeah, that might have been that paid. money might have been like, hey, give me fucking fifty thousand dollars or I'm going to tell people. And he did. It and he was like, fuck you. Right. Like, we're not doing this and showed up and killed her because they said that like a lot of the times they think he wouldn't do it, but he didn't like being told no. Um, he would lose his fucking shit. Right. So mm -hmm. maybe he goes over there and kills her. But because it's <clears> like it's also his longtime friend. He doesn't want the dogs to eat her or sit there and decompose, so he leaves a fucking police note. I don't know. The police note thing is like, are you toying with the fucking... And he didn't leave it. He mailed it. Yeah, the cat and mouse yeah, of like getting a couple caught. Days later. Like, you don't even try to fucking left I wonder where it was postmarked from. It didn't say. Yeah. Because that would be an important piece of the puzzle. It mailed it from her own mailbox, really. Yeah, I mean, was it postmarked from Beverly Hills? Was it postmarked yeah. from San Francisco? Was it postmarked from New York? I'm sure like, locally. He wouldn't do it from... <laughs> I don't know why he wouldn't know where he flew from though. You know, it'd be even more. Um, so the, in 2000, uh, he, um, October 31st, 2000, he, um, the, 
he's he finds out that they're reopening the investigation to his wife's disappearance and he goes on the lamb like some weird strange half-ass on the lamb yeah like. dude so he moves to galveston texas and he lives in a boarding house dressed as a woman named dorothy sinner which is a, a girl from his childhood's name right yeah and he's got fake id the part that's crazy, which means that he dressed up like her with a fucking bosom buddies wig on and went to the DMV and got, <laughs> a, fucking, got a fucking photo taken. Like what was the show where the two guys dressed up like girls and they're playing Frisbee in the fucking park in the intro, like 80s show. Wasn't that bosom buddies? Is that what it's called? Bosom buddies. Okay. So. That's the Tom Hanks one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah. know it was called bosom buddies. Yeah. It made me think of that, but I didn't know for sure. That's what right. It was called. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's if I'm funny. wrong, I'm, I'm very sad. I'm trying to remember his, his partner's name. Yeah, I can't quite picture it all. I just remember playing Frisbee in the park. Yep. And they dress up like women. And I don't remember what the whole deal was. But um, Peter, Scl- Peter Scolari. That's Peter, the, yeah, Tom Hanks, Peter Scolari. Yeah. Dang, Brad's over here like Boys Jamie, just fucking looking it up constantly. <laughs> I'm very glad that I pulled Peter Scolari yeah. out right before, before he said it. it. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I, look, I was reading it right <laughs> as you said it. Yeah. Um, <sighs> he was also in Newhart. He's a very funny man. Um, anyway. He um, goes on the lamb. He uh, dresses up like Dorothy Sinner. And um, sometimes he passes as a mute man. He's a female speak. mute as well. Oh, a female mute. Okay. A female mute and, and a mute man sometimes, though. Okay. Um, because he was like, well, if I don't talk, they won't know my voice. I can't say anything incriminating. Like, it's funny because, like, they put him on the stand. And when they're telling that part for the uh, the trial of, because this is what happens when he takes off on the lamb, then his neighbor ends up being the other guy. That, that ends up dying as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when he's on the fucking trial for this, like they're worried because they're like, look, he chopped this fucking guy up. He chopped this guy up. He says a thing and it's on the court report. He says something about cross-dressing and having to buy the wig or the clothes are uncomfortable or something. And the whole jury cracks up because he's fucking kind of charismatic and shit. Right. And the, the prosecution's like, son of a bitch. Did the whole jury just fucking laugh at a joke? Like we're fucked. Right. Yeah, like, they, they like just, him. They, they like fucking him. just laughed at a joke. They should be horrified. <clears throat> he chopped a man's head off and put him in fucking garbage bags and filleted him with a paring knife and a bow saw. And they just laughed at his fucking joke. They fucking like him. What are we gonna do? Right. Like, how do we twist this shit? How are right. they laughing at his fucking jokes? So let's get into the murder because I didn't see much about what led to it. So the guy's a grump. The guy, his neighbor was a fucking weirdo. But he says that oh, we were best friends or whatever. But his neighbor would like come out and fucking yell at him and be like, don't leave the hall light on. It's on my fucking power bill or something. Cause like, I guess the hall light was wired into his breaker panel. So and he'd you, lived there for almost a year. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you left the light on, he would have to pay for it. So the dude was this weird fucking grumpy dude. And he would be like, even if you went outside and smoked like on the porch of the fucking apartment place, he would come out and be like, don't fucking smoke on my porch or some shit. And you can't be telling Robert Durst anything. No. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we don't know cause there's something else going on. So uh, the story goes in court in the trial for this. That's what I was telling you, Brad. Like he says that the guy got his gun. I can't remember what all led to it, but he got Robert Durst's gun. 22. And they were wrestling for the pistol and trying to get it away because he felt threatened. So he ends up getting off on fucking uh, self-defense on the murder part. He says that he shot him and that the gun went off and he did shoot him in the face. And he was like, (laughs) they're like, why didn't you go to the police? And he's like, well, he's like, I've got this thing. They're already looking at me for this. They're looking at me for that. I'm innocent of both of those. I know exactly what's going to happen. If I get dinged for this, like they're not going to believe me. me. Yeah. He's like, so I panicked and I decided the only thing I can do is get rid of the body. So he's like, I looked around his apartment. He's got some tools. He's got this. He has a paring knife. He has an ax. I was like, Jesus Christ. That's not some nonchalant thing. You just make a decision. 
So then he fucking gets a suitcase, black trash bags, goes to the hardware store and buys a fucking bow saw and then fucking chops him up and puts him in the torso in a fucking square rolling suitcase. No arms, no legs. Efficient. Yeah. And chops his head off and puts it on garbage bags and then goes to the dock and dumps him out. And then he goes back to check or something the next day and the bags are floating. And he's like, fuck, I thought it was going to sink. So the bags are all fucking floating. And he go panics, and when they find the body and shit, they realize one of the bags is like cut open and torn, and it's because he panicked and went back and got the head because he was shot in the face. And he knew that if they didn't have the forensics of the actual murder, that it would be critical. Right. So he yeah. takes the head, and then the head to this day has never been found. Or it was fucking, there was a bullet in the back of the head, which doesn't speak of self-defense. That's, yeah. like, no, I got, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I got to get rid of yeah, that. So he took yeah, it because he knew better. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think it was an accident. He right. shot this motherfucker. The guy right. was telling him not to smoke on his own porch and shit, yeah. and he yeah. fucking got crazy with him, and he was Last already on the lam yeah. for killing other people and who knows who else in the past. So Turned his head to hamburgers. So yeah, so he steals the head and, and yeah, hides it, and he, and he tells him all this shit. I don't remember what he said in the trial, what he did with the head, um, but he said he just threw all this shit in the lake that he didn't go get the head, but you can't find the head. So he right. says, I, I told the truth. I didn't tell the whole truth. No one tells the whole truth. So, and he says that after the fact, right? right. And so they go through this whole fucking thing. And the, the defense is like, regardless of the, like, okay, he didn't kill him. It was self-defense. They wrestled with a gun. Take that for what it is. And you can ignore the fact that they chopped up the body. There's not a charge for chopping up the body. They somehow convinced the jury that it's not against the law. It's tampering with evidence. That's what he pled guilty to was tampering with evidence. Fuck. That is the charge for bow sawing and pear knifing a body and throwing it in trash bags into the fucking lake and stealing mm. the head later. Technically. Tampering with evidence. That's what he ends up getting wow. fucking like decided for because they're like, well, it was self-defense. The guy had his gun. He was wrestling for it. The gun went off. He panicked. And then, and then he tampered, and then he with, tampered the with the evidence. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. my God. So they, he gets innocent on that. So he ended up getting released on $300,000 of bail the day after they discover the body and link it to him. And then on November 30th, um, he got busted in Wegmans supermarket in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, trying to shoplift band-aids and newspaper and a chicken salad sandwich, even though he had $500 in cash in his pocket and he had $37,000 in cash in his rental car with two guns, marijuana, the dead guy's driver's license, and directions to Najami's house in Connecticut. Oh, no. Dude, like, <laughs> he's got Jedi mind tricks, dude. Like, and there's an interview with him, like, why did you steal a chicken salad sandwich? Like, do you just want to go to jail? Like, are you trying you to get five hundred dollars in your pocket? He and he says something like he was like, What am I gonna do? I'm just not gonna pay for the sandwich. I just walked out, I just didn't pay for the sandwich. He's like, What? Like, what is wrong with you? Okay. But then again, Winona Ryder got arrested for shoplifting and shit, right? Well, she wasn't trying to escape a murder. Right. But why would Winona Ryder shoplift? You know what I mean? Like, it's that kind of weird she mentality. Because she just killed someone. Exactly. Yeah. That's key. That's what Fuck. we didn't look at. She just I chopped hate somebody Winona up. Winona Ryder. Why? Will you? Jesus Christ. Will you? She's a terrible Will actor. You? You don't, like, you don't like Beetlejuice? Will? No, she's a is terrible actor in Beetlejuice. Will? Why is this Will? 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 That Stranger Things? Yes. Oh, yeah, you just, just ruined Stranger Things for me. Am I going to watch? She's again one of the reasons. The second time she's I've done the, that. On she's this show. she's one of the reasons <laughs> I can't watch that show. And same thing. Like I like Mr. Deeds. Fucking hate. Well, her part, in Mr. Deeds, is pretty. That's her uh, acting. That's what I'm saying. That's appropriate in that one. She's kind of ditzy, goofy. Like, no, it's yeah. terrible. Huh. It's terrible. I hate yeah. her as a person. 
I don't like her. She's, she's the female Kurt Russell for me. Don't, don't make me objectively think about Winona Ryder and ruin everything. She's terrible. So let me ask you this. She's a terrible actor. Do you hate her stupid face? The, yeah, she has weird eyes. Okay. I was just curious. Actress. Yeah. Yeah. Actress. Yeah. So he... Um, Allegedly. Also the time he was on the run from that killing... He stalked his brother Douglas visiting the driveway of his home in New York in the same rental yeah, car. There's like, fucking, there's like ring doorbell footage before there was ring doorbell footage. And he had the fucking gun and shit in his, in his glove box. Yeah. And his brother had to hire a fucking uh, well, it was closed circuit like a television. bodyguard yeah. and shit. Yeah. 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 So then because of the shoplifting, he gets extradited to Texas for the trial um, where he gets sentenced for tampering with evidence. And he got five years. Is that right? I don't remember that part. Uh, trying to find that. Where he didn't get life for chopping someone's fucking head off and shooting him in the face. He was getting ready to kill his brother and, right, and fucking the jammers. Yeah, exactly. Too. While I'm at it. Yeah, might as well take out these yeah, two. As part of a plea bargain, he received a sentence of five years and was given credit for time served because he was already in jail waiting for the, the trial to happen. Yeah, maybe he was um, just so on like a natural, a natural born killer run. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to steal his chicken yeah, salad sandwich. I'm about to kill Najami and my exactly. brother. He was yeah. on his way. Because why else caught. would he go to Najami's? Yeah, there's no like, reason. They weren't fucking friends. No, no unless reason. He was, unless he wanted to go to a Najami Jammy Jam. Well, because she was the other person that was like kind of a key witness of like, she showed up to her house in sweats, freaking right, out, right, saying, sure. hey, if anything for happens sure. to me, it was Robert. And she had record breaking Najami jamma jams at her house for sure like everybody yeah. showed up in pajamas L- kid and play L- cool was up. there yeah. yeah all of them god L- cool j music is terrible that shit <laughs> came on the radio the other day oh dude he's just talking he is just fucking talking that's His how rap was like though. i need love and like, shit like that shit like i need, I need love. love you're like yeah he's just talking that's just that's that's what it was back then though like all old rap yeah. is mm-hmm. terrible in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call. I fucking, yeah. <laughs> but it was, but it was different then, though. You know what I mean? For what, oh, yeah. what was, was out, he was, he was, yeah. one he of was the, groundbreaking then. You know, he was like, one of the first people to sign on Def Jam, yeah. like the first. It was like freaking Run DMC, LL Cool J, and the Beastie Boys. Like those were the three of them. Ladies love Cool uh, James. Yeah. Um. So he ends up the plea bargain, uh, five years total. He's paroled in 2005. Um, he has to have permission to travel, but he immediately goes back to where uh, the neighbor was killed and goes to a shopping mall there. And the judge is there yeah. shopping. When he's at the mall, the judge <laughs> from the case is like, what the fuck? Like, you aren't supposed to travel. You're supposed to be like, what, what was are you in doing New York, here? I think? Or, I don't remember. But he's not supposed to leave his house, yeah. basically. And you're at the fucking mall. Where I'm um, at. Where I'm at. What are the chances the judge was there? So then he ends up uh, going back to jail. Um, and he's there until March of 2006. Uh, and, and he's one of those weird guys that smiles at the fucking press through the fucking backseat of the fucking police car when he's like clearly going to jail for murder and shit like and he's like smiling right. at the press he's a weird he's just a he's weird, a weird dude. motherfucker i was not expecting that you know when yeah. i when i saw that happen so then the jinx comes out in 2015 um i didn't catch what the because 
at this point, like all the notes on everything just turns into a whole bunch of fucking legal mumbo jumbo of he gets extradited to this state and they're trying him for this. And his lawyer says it can't be that. And then they fucking pull this legal maneuver and then they do that. It's like courthouse Game of Thrones. But what was the what was the intent of the Jinx documentary? Like, what were they trying to do? I'm trying to get him nailed for one of those fucking okay. murders. I mean, fuck. There's three. He's the I think it says like Robert Durst. I think the uh, intent suspect, was to make you fall asleep. Suspect, well, I didn't know if they just wanted to cover to the bo- case it it or if they were you actually trying to bust. No, like him. looking into it would be like falling OJ around after the fact and being like, what What about the glove? It would be that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right. But like, how did that that glove like and you were there in the blood and this like and, the, and why did you run? Why did you get on the freeway in the Bronco? It's like that kind of thing. Like, right. We know you made it out of trial. Right. And you didn't get in trouble. But we have questions. It's hmm. that kind of thing where they yeah. fucking finally find um, the big thing that they finally find is they get uh, one of his acquaintances who likes him and doesn't want him to be guilty gets through some personal effects of uh his of his uh, not of his wife of uh his friend i can never remember her name the one that he shot and let Berman, the dogs out yeah. susan berman who they find who? A, <laughs> who? Who? they find an envelope that he wrote her a letter in her personal effects mm-hmm. and the envelope is addressed like it, it says exactly what the cadaver note says i mean and you, it spells her name wrong it said well it says mm-hmm. beverly hills is spelled wrong beverly, oh, beverly is, hills yeah, her is name spelled, is spelled okay. correctly the address is got there. it and so the, not even the police are doing this. The documentary crew gets a hold of this letter and they take it to a forensics handwriting expert. And it is like spot on. Like these fucking ends are like crazy. And here's unique. the thing. I, I saw part of that. And I, I think part of what happened, I think part of what happened with this documentary is since these guys are a documentary crew and not a legal team, people were like, oh, yeah, we'll share that information. Even people who were allies with him, even he himself, his wife and his lawyer both said, do not speak to the people doing this documentary. And he was like, yeah, I think I will. Yeah, I think he enjoyed the fucking cat and mouse of it, man. I think he liked being on the edge of getting caught and not getting caught. And at the age that he was, he just didn't have that much time left, so fuck off. You got five or ten years to live, and he was like, nah, fuck it, I've been a millionaire my whole life. They let him have, they, they, he let the documentary makers have, like, boxes of like personal records and shit, which is how they fucking linked him to the yeah, and to they, the handwriting because they were pulling out like lease applications and shit. Like the handwriting expert and yeah, was like yeah. on his lease application, his ends are very distinct and it's the same end that's on that. And like it is so the cadaver letter. Like it looks oh exactly. It's, he dude. wrote the same thing. He yeah. wrote her a letter. Yeah, it said fifteen thirty seven whatever <laughs> right, fucking right. street Beverly Hills, and Beverly was spelled wrong. And he even pointed out previous on that. He's like, well, Beverly's spelled wrong when they first showed him the cadaver letters like i don't write that and then they find the letter that he wrote and he's like he's like yeah i wrote that and he's like uh and he's like beverly spelled wrong he points it out that beverly spelled wrong and then they pull out the cadaver letter and he's like don't you agree he's like yeah it looks similar it's block letters i don't know if you type with a typewriter it looks similar too right it's block letters like he's really clever he's very intelligent but then they take it's good because they cut out just that one portion from the cadaver letter and from his letter and he's like, do those look the same? He's like, yeah. He's like, can you tell me one, which one you didn't write? And he's like, no, I can't. And you're like, fuck, because it looks exactly the right, same. Right, But like, it was funny because the handwriting expert was even like he said, um, 
Like I do see similarities, but comparing two letters is not enough for me to do my job. I would need a lot of his handwriting. Yeah. And, so and the filmmakers it. were like, we got well, it. Guess what? <laughs> we got it. So they cut out every little letter, do that into individual letters and put them all up there and they figure it all out. And they show him and he's like, don't you think whoever wrote the cadaver letter is responsible for the murder? He's like, oh, absolutely. They had something to do with it. He's like, but I didn't write that. You know, and he goes through the whole right. fucking thing. Maybe his other half did. What do you mean? Maybe it was dressed up like a woman. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So then the day the last episode of the documentary was released on HBO, the FBI arrested him. Well, the funny thing is like he <laughs> has this habit of fucking mumbling to himself. Yeah. And like earlier in the great. documentary, like not even on the one that matters earlier, he's sitting in the first interview of the documentary and they like walk with her. We want to take a break. You feel like taking a break? He's like, yeah, let's take a break. So he stays in his chair and the crew takes off and you can kind of hear him talking in the background and he's sitting by himself and he's just like, I don't for sure know that I wouldn't definitely be able to tell you. Like he's figuring out how to word things, right? but he's doing it out loud. And he's like, I wouldn't say, and all of a sudden his lawyer runs over. He's like, we can hear everything you're saying. You're on mic. Your mic's on right now. We can hear everything you're saying. He's like, okay. He's like, well, all I was saying was, I was just trying to figure out, I'm not wording that right. And so, but it comes back around in the hmm. fucking end to bite him in the ass. Cause after so the very end, and this is why I went to watch that episode was at the end this is like the text of what he says and i think but he farts there's a weird yeah, ass there's noise. a weird ass noise in the middle you hear the sink you hear the yeah. sink turn on yeah. for a second but so they're completely done like the interview's over like the the filmmaker is being very generous and he's like thank you for your time blah 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 he's like i need to use the bathroom he's like oh the bathroom's right over here and i don't his, think they planned it but they might have no because, i don't think they did man but they i don't think knew they that he did it, it before and it was the same maybe, crew maybe but the the with his mic on, he goes into the bathroom and he says, there it is. You're caught. You're right, of course, but you can't imagine. Arrest him. I don't know what's in the house. Oh, I want this. What a disaster. He was right. I was wrong. And the burping. I'm having difficulty with the question. What the hell did I do? Killed them all, of course. He's so Smeagol. He is so fucking smeagol. Oh, so he so, says that? He's, that was what he was saying when he was pissing. He's taking a piss uh, by himself in the bathroom. Like, even though this episode is over mic and you on. don't give a fuck, you should just go listen to that part. And it's amazing. Right now. Yeah, every, even though we talk shit about it, everyone should just skip to the last fucking four minutes. You can minutes. probably just find that on YouTube, the yeah, bathroom scene. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's fucking but great. It, I thought of Smeagol so much. Oh, though, you're right. No, you're right. Shit. Oh, He's like, what's in the house? Oh, the, and the burping. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do now? You killed them all, of course. And he kept burping. Doesn't Smeagol have some weird burp shit he does with his throat? He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he says his yeah. name. Um, yeah, so then all kinds of legal shit goes back and forth. He gets arrested in Louisiana for having a firearm while being a felon and having drugs. He has like six ounces of weed, $48,000 of money, a UPS tracking number that leads to 117,000. He's gangster as fuck. He looks like the Crypt Keeper and he's got six ounces of weed in the glove box and two guns. So they end up arresting him for gun charges. He gets an 85 month prison prison sentence and then he gets extradited to LA uh, for trial for Susan Berman's murder, I believe. And that's currently pending. COVID the case, the case was supposed to have happened a year, like last year. Him and Elizabeth and it, Holmes are just cruising yeah, town. Like, and it got pushed back for, for that. Brad's listening mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, it's pretty worth a listen. So, um, but the other cases. Right, of course. But you can't imagine. 
You can hear it on the movie. I bet it. the real audio in right there like get youtube downloader and get like a clean cut you can hear it on the movie super clear like that was rough but it's like, rough and yeah. I, I don't know it was pretty rough in the movie too but i think you maybe it's the evp like you know it's yeah. not quite yeah, yeah, like yeah. no with the subtitles it's all crystal clear as yeah. you're as you're going through it but then so then it's the very other two weird cases, though, like very fucking a, yeah. weird dude so the other two cases like we mentioned there's the case of lynn schultz she was a college uh, freshman at middlebury college she went to Durst's health food store on December 10th of 1971. And the day she disappeared, that was the last day she was seen near a bus stop from across the store. Yeah. Um, that's the one that he mentioned that she mm-hmm. bought prunes from his store. Yeah. So that's one that the Vermont police are now looking into as, and a he was seen leak. at the gas station or something, I guess like an hour after she was last seen eating a sandwich there or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty thin, but, but still knowing what we know about the guy right. now, you're exactly. like, well, well, fuck, that's, that's a worth weird looking into. Yeah. And then a woman named Karen Mitchell, um, there was an author and an investigative journalist who's written two books about Durst and, uh, says that, Durst was in Eureka on November 25th of 1997. And that was the day that Karen Mitchell vanished. Um, she was someone saw her talking to a man in his sixties or seventies. They said, and there's actually a complete uh, police sketch. Oh, really? Police sketches. I'm going to present this to you right now are almost always laughable. Okay. But this does, although laughable, <laughs> I'm going to present this to you right it, now. It, it looks like a mother. That's why I tell you. zip. I presented it. But it does kind of fucking look like that motherfucker. But it's laughable. You can't help it. I don't know. No, I guess it kind of the nose. Like there's elements. The nose is like, why is the nose so crooked though? I don't know. But it's 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 just glasses and an old white guy. I guess. Yeah. The mouth is what's laughable. Yeah, that's, that's a very weird that's, feminine that's, yeah. mouth. Like they, it's like it they looks took like Mr. Potato headed him. It looks like on some comedy shows where they'll like take a still photo and cut the mouth out, and then you just talk yes. over the mouth. Like that's yeah. what that looks I don't like. Know. Damn, I wish I had scissors right now. Sketch artist. So, um, yeah, she was last seen walking to work from her aunt's store, and she talked to someone in a car, and they said that he resembled Durst, and um, they're now looking into that as another potential uh, connection. And then the FBI can't connect Durst to some serial murders in Long Island, um, but they did create an informal hey. task force uh, to investigate. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fuck. And then uh, 
the FBI. So the FBI created a task force to look into a series of murders that took place when he was near them. And the FBI also issued some statements to local authorities um, uh, in in Texas, Florida, Massachusetts, New Jersey, South Carolina, Mississippi and Virginia to investigate missing person cases on the dates that they knew he was around. Damn. Yeah, because there might be more. There might be more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the person said was they're like, that was like, I don't know if it was the judge or someone. Someone said like the the cuts on this body was so cleanly done that they knew how to cut through the muscle with the one thing and the bone with the next. And like the arms were just like removed. It was the, it was the judge, uh, uh, judge Chris, the one who we fucking ran into the at mall. the mall at Sparrow. Um, and she <laughs> said, pizza. you could see that this person knew what they were doing. Um, and it was not a first time. The body was cut perfectly like a surgeon who knew how to use this tool on this bone and a certain kind of tool on that muscle. It looked like not a first time job. That was pretty scary. Yeah. And you cannot, man, I mean, not well, if he didn't do it, but whoever did it, like, I just can't imagine, man, like just cutting a human body up, especially just to cover your ass. I mean, he right. said he did it. I mean, he did it. Right. You know, there's not whoever did it. He did it. Yeah. But like, it's a different kind of person to be able to just be like, oh shit, I'm in trouble. Like if some shit happened and like you accidentally died and I was like, I can't carry Dave out of here. I'm gonna have to cut Dave up. No, no fucking no. way. Brad no. would do it. Yeah, He's got no problem. We'll go get his chainsaw out of the garbage. I mean, you're already, you've already got Jedi mind tricks. You've already got no witnesses. You've already got a multi-million dollar lawyer. Why don't you just call the cops and be like, oh shit, my gun discharged. We were having a fight. Like this is a complete Because you got to get rid of the head. It's like, oh, that's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sawzall is way better. You use a bimetal blade. Yeah, for sure. That's why I used a bow saw. It had that big old jagged weird wood blade. I was like, that doesn't seem like the right tool for the job, but apparently it did it. Yeah. You know know how the blade is in those Mm -hmm. fucking bow saws. It's all weird. Looks like clean yeah, on I mean, pattern. Yeah, it would that would work. I mean Oof. if you know how to use it, it would guide through. Yeah. So that's the story put, of put your foot down on their thirst. clavicle and hold their arm up and just pull it across. So if either you love uh true crime or you're having trouble sleeping, then either watch you, the documentary. Any of you. I think the I think the problem with the documentary is they were I think HBO was chomping at the bit to get six, a six part six series. Parts is- it should have just been much. a two-hour documentary, and then yeah. it would have been much more interesting because all yeah. the it wouldn't have been twenty minutes of phone. It was literally twenty minutes of fucking phone tag. It should have been, I don't want to watch. It this. should have been like the the, that, the last finale? last week. What was last week? The 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 chameleon. Mm. That mother. That one. Uh, you guys. That was a really. really good, that was a yeah. good documentary. That yeah. one was like a, a, every little bit. You're like, oh fuck, like yeah. oh shit, like. And, and then was, yeah. it was good, but I, I have to agree. There was some like, yeah, some phone tag, like filling up the space. We need to fill up the finale episode yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Cause it was really all about getting to that fucking. Yeah. yeah for sure. For you sure. Know? Yeah. But the rest the, of it was good though. Cause they have interviews with him and yeah. showing all the interrogation. Like the rest of it was actually good. Like if you are into this case at all, that it's worth watching that. And when you get to the last episode, it won't seem quite like we're describing it because you've invested the time in the rest of it. Right. Obviously. Right. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Yep. All right. Episode 533, Elizabeth Holmes, Blood and Billions in Silicon Valley. Um, Ray Zuniga is going to win a sticker pack from Printer Cheap for tagging us on them Instagram. So thank you for doing that. That's huge. All your friends hate you, but we love you. Um, Frankie Pigeon is going to reach out and get your contact information. We'll send you some stickers. That's not me, nigga. That's Sue, nigga. Mm, yeah. I see yeah. what you did there. Mm, yeah. That's walking the line, though. Snickers mm. bars. You just said um, Zuniga. I don't, yeah. I don't, know. I don't know what you're getting at. Spanish. Yeah, yeah. it is Spanish. 
Um, also, we're part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Go to podbelly.com and check out other cool podcasts like podcasts we listen to with Jeremy and Hillbilly Horror Stories. Um, if you're into podcasting uh, and you need some tips on what equipment to buy, there's also some cool educational content over there. And if you're just looking to get your podcast found, it's a good place to submit uh, the directory. Like I said last time, uh, everybody uh, on the network is shouting out Podbelly. So there's a bunch of people going over there and visiting the site and it's likely that they may find your podcast. So that's the trick, man. When you're starting a podcast, you got to get it everywhere and tell everyone. You got to tell the mailman. You got to mm-hmm. tell the the bill collector. You'd be like, mm-hmm. I am not going to be able to pay that bill right now. But do you happen to listen to podcasts? <clears throat> right. Yeah. Done it. Done it, it a million times. I've totally done that. You have actually. Yeah. I happens. always try to close yeah. the person selling. <laughs> James cracks up every time I fucking do that. Like some person's calling about some technical bullshit or something we need to do for the shop, and I will work it into the conversation. By yeah. the end, they check it out and like our Instagram yeah. and shit. So, um, also El Yucateco hot sauce is our primary sponsor. Um, it is nutritious and delicious. Put it in your mouth hole. Um, I eat it every day. Dave had a strange hot sauce experience. Mm-hmm. He found Very out that strange. his brain could get hot and mm-hmm. he got capsaicin yeah. high for the first time. It was just a, it was just a tickle. It was just, it was just the presence just of the it. Beginning, mm-hmm. It's just yeah. the beginning, bro. It's just the beginning. Yeah. It's just the tip right now. It's yeah. just the tip yeah. of the hot burg. Yeah. Yeah. Tip of the hot burg when you get the hot poops, I think. Mm-hmm. Have you had your butthole burn? I'm sure, right? No, habanero doesn't do Eat that hole, to no? me. It's jalapeno is what burns my butthole. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I burned the shit on my ass the other day. I don't know what I don't know what happened. Like mm. I was like, why is my ass? Some on people fire? like that that feeling so much they have butthole lipstick. Yeah, yeah. When oh, you get wow. the jalapeno, the butthole <laughs> lipstick. Yeah, <laughs> nice. you got that burn. Yeah. So check out yeah. El Yucateco. Um, you can you can buy it on the internet. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it at the grocery store. Find it at the uh, little Mexican market, the little Mexican restaurant. If you see it in the wild, take a picture and post it on social media and tag us and tag them. Uh, we really appreciate you guys doing that stuff. Also, check out Print Dirt Cheap. You can go to printdirtcheap.com to order stickers and printed goods um, and use code SofaKingPodcast when you're over there to let them know that we sent you and to save you some money at the same time. Also, thank you to Jimmy D's Tees. Go to jimmydstees.com. Uh, follow him on social media. Give him some likes. Go buy something from him. If you need something made, he can do that, and he does a great job. Um, go check him out. Also, check out uh, SKR Apparel. That's S-U-I-K-E-R apparel.com. Um, there's lots of cool clothing over there and check out retro vague. If you're into 80 stuff, um, also check out Mindframe podcast, uh, new episodes drop every Monday. And if you're on Patreon, there's also sit down episodes that are discussion based that are crazy helpful to be honest, cause they help me. Like I'm waiting for the <laughs> sit down episode because I have questions. You know what I mean, like it's, it's, the, it's a confusing series of timelines and all kinds of crazy stuff is happening. And I'm enjoying it even though I'm behind the scenes. Like it's, yeah. I don't listen to podcasts normally. But I listen to this one. Yeah. One because I have to, but also because I like to. Um, but there's a, if you yeah. have questions, I'm telling you, like, there's a bunch of people on Patreon. We really appreciate the support. Um, it's worth checking out the sit down episodes. Like, there's people. It's like a, a it's like a podcast with a book club. You know, you it's listen a, to yeah, it, yeah, and then you go back and discuss yeah, the that's book. A, that's yeah. a good analogy. It, it's yeah. also like a podcast with another podcast or something like a supplemental podcast because it's such a different thing. Well, I'm saying the community. Um, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but being able to go in, it's a completely different podcast. There's you know three three guys talking about the story of the thing you like. So I, I wonder. Know a lot of people say it's like Talking Dead. I guess. Should, yeah. Should we do that with our episodes? <laughs> go back. Could talk about it. Yeah, we're already yeah, talking yeah, about, about our it. We're already <laughs> talking about it. What were they thinking? What were, yeah, yeah. Come what on. was Brad thinking what with the butt Brad? lipstick? <laughs> 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 we could just try the butt lipstick. Yeah, yeah we could. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. On, the, on those episodes. Yeah. yeah, all the crazy shit and contraptions we come up with, we yeah. try. Yeah, on the supplemental episodes. Yeah, 
So uh, check out Mind Frame Podcast. Um, also, uh, Brewing the 99. Brewing the 99 Podcast. Again, I don't yeah. listen to a lot of podcasts, but I do listen to that. It's been getting... And it's kind of funny, too, because um, I played with uh, Brandon Enox, who lives out of yeah, town, by did. the way. He came... Yeah, by out of town, you just him. mean Tachapi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's out of town. I mean, yeah. it's about an hour away. Right, knew that minutes. I knew where he lives. No, I know. I've been shit a ton of times. Yeah. yeah, he's he's been he's been listening for yeah. I don't know four years or yeah. so. So, um, yeah, but yeah, he over here. he didn't play Magic. He went and listened to and then the podcast, and he started playing yeah. Magic. It, it intrigued him yeah. um, enough, and it, it might not. It's not for everybody, but um, I'm still yeah, intimidated to be honest. Like you throw shit out. Some people are. Axel's afraid. Axel wants to play. He bought some decks, but he's he's afraid. So it's a lot. It's complex. It's just you just gotta go and play. It's it's fun. Jump into it. Yeah, it's fun. You figure it out. Yeah, you get walk through, and you get it. Like you play a few games, and then like you start. Like I played like four games with them. How long would it take to play four games? It just depends on. We played a couple hours. A couple hours, four games? Four games, yeah. I mean, it's 30 minutes. It's like 30 minutes. I mean, it just depends. Like, it could probably take 30, 45 minutes. What if we did a bonus? It could take four minutes. It could, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking. So, what if we did a bonus episode next week that's Brent Learns Magic and you guys play magic and teach me how to play magic? Is it too much quiet time? Like, no, not really. You're talking. You're talking the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking and bullshit. I mean, we could do that, yeah. I, I mean, that. I'd be down to try to learn it. You guys are like, I'm always like, I mean, worst case, it's a shit bonus episode. Sorry. And then we move along. Like, right, don't right. do that again. What happens if I, I mean, win, though? You won't. You might. Oh, huh. you might beat Dave. You're not beating me. Yeah. Well, you got like $200. Well, the reason I think that he might, the only, the only reason he might win is because I'm guessing he would be using one of your decks. Well, nah, mm-mm, I wouldn't do that. Okay. He wouldn't know the interactions. Like, <laughs> oh, you have good to, point. yeah, you good have point. to, yeah, you have to just baby yourself. What if for the it, fairness so. of it, you just like come out with whatever decks and you shuffle the decks and you hand me the whatever cards and we get whatever we get. So the decks no, well, stacked it doesn't, no, no, no. It's not that they're stacked. Any deck can win. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Bob, we played with Bob and he beat us with a infinite combo and a budget deck. It's like right. $75, the deck. Right. It's, it doesn't matter. Like the decks, that's play, cheap. The decks are there to play. win. That's cheap. So yeah, $75 is a cheap deck. That's a no, budget you can deck. No, you can go pick up, I mean, you can pick up a, just a commander um, pre-con deck and they're $40. Mm. You don't have to do anything to them. Right. Like we have, we have sometimes guys sometimes it'll win even if someone oh, yeah. has better shit. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yeah. Yep. Hmm, yeah, I and there's works, small upgrades and stuff you can do that make it better. Like there's, it's just, right. yeah, it's just, it's just a game. Like it's, it's chess, but harder. Is, I like chess. Uh, yeah, like it's chess. a strategy game, but yeah. it's harder. There's more shit to it. It's pretty great. So anyway, yeah, I mean, it's it's whatever, but. Oh, and one other uh, Yucateco thing. Um, if you're in Southern California and you use Instacart hmm. because you're socially distancing, uh, Viarta Market just showed up on Instacart. There you go. And nice. they have the full line of El Yucateco. Where I found so it, that's where I can, fell in yeah, love, bro. Exactly. That's where as I soon found as I it. saw it, I was, and then I went in and I looked, and I was like, "Do they have all of their salsas? Do they have their homemade tortillas? And do they have El Yucateco?" And once I saw that they have all three, I was like, "Oh goddamn, mm-hmm. my life, my my stay at home life." If just you changed. live in Bakersfield and you haven't gone to Vallarta, you fucking or L A. I know they yeah. have some in L A. Yeah, they're, they're in L A. Yeah, dude, a little Mexican yeah. lady makes so fucking great, tortillas dude. like right then, like she will literally put them in the bag and twist the fucking thing on and hand it to you. Homemade tortillas, great produce. It's 
cheap. Like, oh, such the a produce is a little weird. I mean, they do have it is good, weird. good produce for what they have, but, but it's, it's like, weird. do yeah. Mexican people not eat fruit? <laughs> <laughs> There's just like lemons, limes, and mangoes. That's yeah, fucking it. You're not going to get an apple or a banana. That's the fruit they eat. That's the fruit There'll be some weird plantain Yeah, there's some plantains. Yeah. And limes. You could buy chia seed by the fucking pound, like with a scoop. There's weird shit, but but not some cactus thing you can't identify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Counterfeit SpongeBob pinatas. Yeah. Fucking like Batman piggy banks that clearly someone painted like with spray paint. Fantastic. Great tequila selection. Tequila bottles shaped like machine guns. They have like AK-47 tequila bottles. We have wonderful cakes. Pastries. Oh, their their pastry yeah. is fucked. That their yeah. baking thing is off the fucking hook. Mm-hmm. Like they have crazy mm-hmm. shit over there. I go to a uh, buddy at work. Uh, he's Mexican dude. He got me on uh, the La uh, Mexicana Plus ice cream shop. Mm. What is that? Mm. It's on H and White Lane. There's one, and they have them all over. But right. like that's the one here, and I think there's one on the east side too. Which it's like Mexican ice cream. Mexican ice cream, but they make their own. And I was like, this shit better not be some thrifty's ass shit. You know what I mean? I come in here and he's like, right. oh, it's so good. And it's some thrifty's ass ice cream. It's not. They have the water, the agua bars, mm-hmm. the water and the fruit, you know, right. kind of like the La Rosa. And then they have cream and they have fucking cookies and creams, the strawberry cookies. Bomb, dude. I want a Mexican family to cream. adopt me. I will abandon my race. Yeah. I give a fuck about some white people food. <laughs> like I'm Mexican yeah. at heart. I fucking, <laughs> I own a taco shop. Does that count? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I do a better Spanish accent. Well, if bad. I get divorced again, uh, Mexican ladies can hit me up. For that's, sure. That's why I'm going. For sure, yeah. I'm going with that one next time. Yep. So. All right. Next time. It's oh, inevitable. Got, so you got a Sculpt Member of the Month, bro. Uh, is it again already? Yeah. <laughs> again time, already? Is that time of the, the month already? It's an hour and 31. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sculpt Member of the Month is John Canesero. John Canesero uh, likes long walks on the beach. He lives near lives near a beach. Uh, down in the LA area, and um, he likes to stroke his beard while he walks on the Fuck beach. Yeah. yeah, he likes to he puts the Cheetos in his beard and lets the seagulls come at him, but he just right. punches yeah. them. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good, tec- yeah. good technique. Yeah, he practices practice for the babies. Yeah, mm-hmm. like when he he's almost to the babies. Yeah, I mean, if you ever had a baby thrown at you. And you know, punching him, you know, that'd be kind of cool just to put Cheetos in his beard with like clothespins and be like, all right, get out of the car. Like at Morro Bay, like step out, bitch. And he's got to fight off all those fucking seagulls. Or he falls falls asleep with his shoes on. What was that? Like instead of marking on him, you just clip Cheetos to his beard. Mm. Oh, oh, I see. Then you could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You move him him to the beach outside so he wakes up on the beach with fucking seagulls just destroying him. (laughs) You you hold the Cheeto bag to the windshield and you're like, hey, John, get out. Yeah. And you show them, you hide that, you let them yeah. know, get them prepped. Get and he wouldn't even it. get mad. He's a super mellow guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'd be like, whoa, dude. But well, like, I would yeah. suggest instead of Cheetos, if we're already at Morro Bay, we should go to one of the bait shops. How to get Morro Bay? Because <laughs> Morro Bay seagulls will fucking get you, dude. The ones yeah. at the rock? Yeah. I those, kicked one before. That's what those things get, they're aggressive. Crazy. No, but if you yeah. go to a bait shop and get like just some oh, fucking some chum. Smell chum. It, yeah, and then well he'll be asleep. Oh. Then you clip, you clip that to <laughs> his beard. Maybe chloroformed. You clip that yeah. to his beard and then A he still has to fight off the seagulls and B he smells like chum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's a, Yeah, when you chloroform. C we get to hang out in Morro Bay. Yeah. So maybe you put Cheetos in his beard, throw chum on him and kick him out and then just fucking oh, I like drive away. Yeah. I like that better. Pour, pour like, chum down just his like pants. Like the birds just fucking killing him. Let's go to Ventura cuz we can go antique shopping. I love going to Ventura and go down Main Street and go to all those fucking Thrift yeah. stores and I was like, oh man, this yeah. is bad. So we could do that to him and put a GoPro on him and then we go, go. We'd go antique shopping. Yeah. I don't yeah. want antiques necessarily, but I know no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. thrift stores. Yeah. Thrift yeah. store shopping. Yeah, they have yeah. great yeah. fucking thrift stores there, man. They have antiques. It's like rich, stores, it's like rich people is why. They're like throwing yeah. away cool shit. Like yeah. they'll have like members fucking 
Mark Jackson. Members they, they, only Jackson. Yeah, members, yeah, yeah, members Mark Jackson from Sam's Club. Yeah, yeah. they got those there. I, yeah, yeah. Those are I, I misspoke, sir. Cool shit that Brent's yeah. different than yeah. other people, but yeah. you know. I'd buy members cool Mark shit. Jacket. Has a melty waxed <laughs> hood. Yeah. You put the hood up and it looks like the melty wax top. <laughs> That's Maker's Mark. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm rolling yeah. with my mistake. I'd yeah. buy it. Uh, yeah. We have to end this. And melty wax top. <laughs> Look like a Lego head. Yeah. Uh, if you're on Reddit, go to our forward slash Sofa King Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. You can check out our personal Instagrams. I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. And also check out all of our sponsors. They've been mentioned. Uh, the Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash backslash, I guess it is, backslash Sofa King Podcast to support the show for as little as a dollar. You get the bonus episodes. Uh, $5, you get early episodes. You get them all when I get done uh, uploading them. They'll be on there for the week, ready for you. Uh, you can take your time with them. You don't have to wait on them. And your dad might call you. Right. That's a fantastic. You can listen slow. Listen to half speed yeah. and stroke it. Oh, half yeah. speed. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about half speed. I did that. That's funny. That is great. That's it's fucking funny. hilarious. Yeah. I can laugh at myself. I know. Like, I'm ashamed of myself. Yeah. I'm like, God damn, where it is. Um, anyway, uh, that's pretty much it. The Spotify playlist is at Sofking Podcast 2020 and soon to be 2021 yeah. for the new playlist. And that's pretty much it. So remember, don't be retarded. Scott Stone. Them bumbuckler clown, yeah. What them, eh? Yeah. The circus, them take this thing for. Talk to them in the army. Accurate. Let's get down to business. Yep. I don't got no time to play around. What is this? Never. Must be a circus in town. Let's shut this shit down on these clowns. Ready? Tell them so we are on the game, we not do this for the fame Clowns be tripping, but we not listen what them saying same. This lion can't tame, better get this in your brain yeah, yeah, The spirit yeah. of the legends is flowing into my veins Armin, you're still keeping them entertained While you're dropping the knowledge, I paint the picture in the frame Keeping it militant is the mission and the aim Till you're seated with the gods and they remember the name Sometimes I feel like a 50 when he spit how to rob Cause I'm robbing motherfuckers of they spotlight where it's born Sometimes I feel like I'm Eminem when he turned me shady And started calling out everyone that's fucking Fugazi Sometimes I feel like I'm Jay, sometimes I feel like I'm Diddy Sometimes I feel like I'm Drake, just trying to get to that Billy Sometimes I feel like I'm game on a mission And just drop 300 bars of this and I listen Sometimes I feel like I'm pop, not to keep your head up rapping Now I'm talking about the pot that'll spit in your fucking camera Talk about the pot that got him Killed on that cold night. To say what he feel, even if it cost him his own life. Sometimes I'm like Biggie. Sometimes I'm like Sean. Sometimes I feel like cannabis in his prime. Animal when he rhyme. And he know that you blind. Man controlling the mind. Man, sometimes I feel like flowing like calm. Sometimes I'm flowing like most. Sometimes I'm like Kwali or KRS or Kim. I'm teaching you who the guys be. I'm talking about Wu Tang. Talking about Mob Deep. Man, what the fuck you talk about? I'm talking about Nas B. Let's get down to business. I don't got no time to play around. What is this? Must be a circus in town. Let's shut this shit down on these clowns. What I've said this thing for? Tell them that we are on the game, we're not do this for the fame Clowns be tripping, but we not listen what them saying This lion can't tame, better get this in your brain The spirit of the legends is flowing into my veins I mean, you're still keeping them entertained While you're dropping the knowledge, I paint the picture in the frame Keeping it militant is the mission and the aim Till you're seated with the gods and they remember the name Sometimes I feel like I'm cold, no jewelry and no gold Just spit my heart and my soul and let the stories unfold Sometimes I feel like I'm me, do this shit for my people Sometimes I feel like I'm Nipsey, man, that's the followers lead, bro Sometimes I'm like Kendrick, that's your music to me. 
Analytics and data analytics All we do is sit and accept it. Do anything do. for attention Try and sell a dream, dream. Popping pussy She dropping low as a self-esteem I mean, ain't no question I'm sicker than a lot of you is. I should be resting Drinking a lot of fluids Soon as we stepped in my apostles And I refuse Cause ain't no Christ left in this game Just a lot of Judas Let's get down to business I don't got no time to play around What is this? Must be a circus in town Let's shut this shit down on these clowns You all on my hit list Uh-oh, circus in town Method bringing them ruckus It's me versus these clowns Straight up bringing them brothers My team holding it down Straight up bringing them brothers When I rain blowing them clouds Better bring them umbrellas Brand new Margiela's My shoes is French and vanilla She trying to trick a fella I pick up my pen and tell her Nobody do it better Like D.O.C. with the letters Reverse though You better be C.O.D. with my cheddar Each verse go Harder than anything that you work for Build it from the ground up I just call it my first flow Time to turn that pound up I get it from out the dirt, ho Wrote the rhyme in cursive But did it without a curse, though Wagwan Since you wata no shandan Man trouble no one Sister Nancy no bamba Hey, town and I let the rhyme go You can dearly depart if you ain't part of the convo Let's get down to business I ain't got time to play around What is this? Looks like the circus in town Let's shut this thing down on each clown You all on my hit list Tell them say we are on the game We not do this for the fame Clowns be tripping but we not listen what them saying Fire we burning red Tell them how we are on the game We not do this for the fame Clowns be tripping but we not listen what them saying 